Hello there, welcome along to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick, and who the heck are you? Hello, Rusty. <laughs> now, Russell, this is interesting. A national survey has been conducted which reveals more men are growing beards. But, interestingly enough, it's been given a comprehensive thumb-down by women. Why is that? Women dislike them. Because women are suspicious of men with beards. And you of the Hershey variety out there, let me tell you, the only people that grow beards are those, are those that have got something to hide or terrified your foibles might be exposed. So the message is clear. Get rid of this undergrowth and start enjoying yourself back under the doona. Move on. Can't understand that one. Men want to grow. Messy, men want to grow hair. Women want to shave it off. A beard? No, man, I could grow a beard by the end of the show Isn't if I really tried hard enough. Can you imagine being hugged and kissed? Oh. Tonight on the show, thank God the Indian tour is over. The war between Weber and Vettel far from over. Ooh. And Beale and Vuna's African tour, well, it's all over. Well, I tell you what, there is some ooh, simmering going on there. And I'm glad that little intro is over, Russ. Plus, we don the caps and gowns to hand out some grades. And it's all brought to you by sportingbet.com. So let's begin. Yes, we start with the first and foremost torture that was the Australian Tour of India. It's now over with Australia losing the fourth test inside three days, as we all know. Subsequently, the series four blot. So where do we start? Uh, perhaps at the beginning. Start with the captain, who's made about 99 runs at 16.50 and averages 28. Michael Clark? Uh, no, of course, Shane Watson. Shane Watson. Right. Michael Clark's probably the only shining light there. Plus a couple of the uh, Siddles probably gets well, a pass Siddle, mark. Uh, Mitchell Stark gets Mitchell a pass Stark mark. Mitchell Stark gets a pass mark. There's a couple and of things that were strange. I mean, obviously, uh, Watson goes back there. And then I didn't know what was going on when Maxwell opening the batting. Oh. Um, Completely lost direction. Lions the top order gets is five it? or six wickets. Yeah. Siddle gets 100 runs and top scores in both innings. Yeah. Yet, ju I just was kind of It totally... is a dog's breakfast. And, yeah. the, and look, the issue it's is... probably the best thing the, for it. It is. The top order needs to be addressed. There's no doubt about that. They all average, aside and, from Clark, around 30, including... Including Shane Watson. Yeah, uh, that needs to be addressed. And also, where's this battery, pace battery that we had that was going to revive, revise, uh, revolve, uh, revive, revive Australian cricket? Correct. All, all, they're all in surgery. They're all in surgery. <laughs> you know, all playing uh, IPL, but they'll be ready for IPL. Of course they will. That's so, the, that's a disappointing thing. A lot of these players are saying we're drained, we're this, we're that. We're, but hey, if there's a hundred thousand dollars per game, I'm going to play IPL. Yeah, I told you long ago, IPL is going to be the Death. Part cricket. one of the AFL's round one saw just two games played. It was a very uh, uninteresting start for mine. Essendon and Fremantle scored good wins, both outside of Melbourne, of course. What about the vibe in Melbourne? Was well, it the there? vibe was very good. Why would you be disinterested? Why? Well, I only there was still no reason given as to why there were only two games. Well, Look, Essendon and Adelaide played see, for a very interesting scenario given their off-season. So you got narrow views. You got no, narrow I views. Got narrow views. You don't play a derby in WA in the opening round of the season because well, you're going to fill it up any well, day. Well, why don't we embrace the national competition? It's a national competition. Why did we start it all nationally well, all on the one weekend? Well, let me then. tell you. I tell you, for the first week in football, had a lot of interest. None. Essendon played for a start. Yeah, but and all was... the controversy surrounding Essendon in the off-season. So that's the reason your national no. game had a great time because Eston Essendon were under the pump. Exactly, Eston. See how they were fair with all the pressures so around them in Adelaide. And the local derby in in, uh, in Western Australia was an outstanding game. Freo and West Coast always generate a lot of interest. Yeah, so and it was an outstanding. No uh, need to fixture. play game one. Why not? Because it, it, it always creates a huge amount of interest. You've basically ruined an opportunity for both Freo and West Coast to have a huge crowd first up against anybody. Just by playing each no, other when they're going to... I thought the opening was fair enough. I don't mind that. Oh, and I thought it, it also gave... A, gave 
gave a couple of sides an opportunity to uh, to leverage up so, the opening of the season. But that's okay. Season. Now they've got two weeks off. Yeah, exactly. Good. To the rest of the round one, and there's seven games this weekend. The first being the usual season kickoff between Richmond and Carlton at the G on Thursday night. Now we're back to normal. Well, what are the standout match of the week? Is that what you want to know? No, Battle of the Bridge. GWS versus the Sydney Swans. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that, but I'll tell you what. (laughs) Gold Coast Suns versus St Kilda. Thursday night's open is going to be outstanding and generate a lot of interest, as it always does. The uh, traditional opener between Carlton and Richmond. Who wins? uh, I think it's a season-defining game, even though it's open. It's a lot of interest. Malthouse takes over Carlton. Correct. Richmond are on the verge of now proving that they've arrived. Genuine. For a lot of years, they've been the uh, gay pretenders and been the chameleon of the competition. Well, now they've come out and publicly publicly gone on record as saying, this is the year that we've arrived. Deledio. Well, no longer He's can you get smashed. And four times since 2007, they've been smashed by Carlton. They'll win this week. They're, well, they've got to, to really you know, send out a clear message that they've arrived. If they take a leaf out of Essendon's performance over the weekend, perhaps they may if they win the contested ball and the tackle count. But Carlton won't be... Carlton will be enamelled under Malthouse. There'll be, de- be a lot of interest there. The Collingwood North Melbourne game will also generate a lot of, of course, interest. especially the pre-match function that you'll be hosting. No, I will not be doing that one. And also <laughs> the uh, Geelong Hawthorne game. That's the game. So it's going to be a lot, a lot of interesting football conducted this weekend. To the NRL and a Cronulla head coach Shane Flanagan was reinstated to his position after being stood down a couple of weeks ago in relation to the Asada investigation. Well, it begs the question: Why on earth was he stood down? Surely we have a... Uh, innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. I understand that. And apparently last week when the Asada people demanded they interview 30-odd players, as we all know, yep. one of the players they rang up and said, we need to talk to you about your time. I wasn't there when this all happened. The guy had... They actually got the wrong name. So this Asada investigation is, quite frankly, a giant... Uh, you got a question, you know, who drove this, who drove this? Whether it's politically correct. motivated. Oh, it's absolutely politically mm. motivated. We all know that. And, and I reckon the other worked. thing... But from the Shane Flanagan point of view, wasn't it great to see a big crowd again and his players, they must love him because they stood up, they were strong, they weathered the storm early and then but they just rolled But why was he deposed on. initially? I reckon Four it highlights, it highlights what uh, we've you always said. Damien Irvine coming out with that, mm. I saw the players take yeah. these things, they had them injected into blah, 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 and Shane Flanagan turned a blind eye. They were left in no position because of what Damien Irvine, the chairman of the board, said when he came back from overseas. They had to get rid of poor old Shane. It just also highlights how imperative it is that clubs have strong administrations. I think the Canal administration was a little bit uh, inexperienced. Yeah. It was a knee-jerk reaction. And quite frankly, slightly incompetent. Good on you, Shane, and good on you to Paul Gallon and the Sharks. To Formula yeah. One and Mark Webber's so-called teammate Seb Vettel disobeyed team orders not to pass in the Malaysian Grand Prix on Sunday. And the German went on to win it. There were harsh words afterwards, some amazing footage. Vettel has since apologised, but I don't know why Mark Webber didn't just turn around and plant one on his... Vera Lynn. Vera Lynn. On the chin. And let he me tell you, this him case... He would have got more votes than Julia. This is a case well, I, I hope ultimately where honesty, integrity and sportsmanship will prevail over avarice and deceit. Now, let me tell you what should happen here. Uh, Vettel should be disqualified for about three Grand Prix. By his own team. Yeah, but they're by not his own do team. That. He's no, going to be protected. You I know Weber. he's a protected species. And that's what's wrong with the game. But I tell you and what was interesting. Lewis Hamilton came in and he was half by embarrassed because he got third and his teammate got fourth and he was told not to pass, even though he was going faster. Kimmy Ruckin. Yeah. yeah he was told, exactly. And he was embarrassed and he walked and did not say, nobody said congratulations to Vettel. It was Nico Rosberg, not Ruckin, yeah. by the way. Oh, Rosberg. And 
everybody knew what was going on there. They all knew that Vettel had done the wrong thing. And the other thing I admired, I'll tell you what I admired, I admired him coming out publicly... On the... On, on the, the podium. Podium. On the podium given it and to giving him. them both uh, barrels. I thought it was outstanding. Same here. Look, and I, and I reckon the governing critical. body... And I reckon it's time where the governing body of Formula 1 stood up and said, listen, there's no more team games here. There's no more conspiring as to who wins. You all run. You know, yeah, best man. That's not going to happen. Well, it should. I've been critical of Mark Webber, but he got uh, 100 Webber votes. Mark got 100 on, votes off absolutely. me. And good luck to you, Mark. Job him Stand up time. for your rights and let me tell you, you'll gain a lot more respect. Correct. You may not win too many Grand Prix, but you've got the respect of the motoring industry. Move on. To rugby and Melbourne Rebels players, Kirtley Beale and Cooper Booner have oh. been sent home from South Africa after a dust-up on the team bus. Beale wasn't even playing and somehow got into another blue. And some are suggesting he should be banned from the Wallabies. And I'm one of them. When's it going to stop? We don't need him. Seriously. We don't, he wasn't even on the team. He apparently had the shirt off. Gareth Delve, the captain, said, mate, get your gear back on. You've been a lunatic. He plants one on Gareth Delve. Yeah. Cooper Booner steps yeah. in and helps out his mate. Vuna and Beale have been sent home on separate planes. This is where this game... This is after getting touched up by yeah. 60. They haven't won a game. Been embarrassed, they're a, yeah. They're an absolute embarrassment. And on top of and, that, he's got a disciplinary hearing pending over another blue he's got in Brisbane. And two weeks ago, he was tweeting at five in the morning yeah. when, he was try when he should have been asleep, and he was involved in that uh, photo with uh, Digby Iwani. These young blokes who have had too much freedom and Twitter and all that sort of thing are getting way too much freedom... From the hierarchy, you know what's going to happen? and they're giving the whole game a bad the name. The Kirtley Beals of the world now look—he's right. extremely talented. Exactly, that's Give what you do. Give them lemon and sass. Let Get rid of them. Divorce them from what they do very well, and Send let them, them see the how much they miss it. Absolutely, the game won't miss them, no. but they will certainly miss the game. Absolutely, and that's what needs to be done. Not only in rugby, in all sports where they transgress. You know what's going to happen? They're getting too much money. They're being too precious, and they think it all revolves around them. Well, let me tell you, every sport and every code is a lot bigger than the individual. Yeah, what's going to happen now? There'll be some talk of joining French rugby or Japanese rugby oh, just yeah. to sort of. Well, I would bar them from I'd doing that. Send them to do it. And exactly. They can have them. That's only just the beginning of this week's headlines. After the break, we'll talk A-League finals, NRL coaches in the firing line, and a dream team matchup on the racetrack. Oh, yes, that will happen. Piera, one. more joyous, black caviar, Haley. Welcome back to the show. As we said, massive week in sport. More headlines coming your way. The race for the finals in the A-League is going down to the final weekend. Only two teams out of the running. It is probably the best season ever, especially now with the Central Coast winning away last week, the draw between my two Sydney teams. I reckon they've overtaken the Socceroos as the draw card. No, without a doubt. Remember last year what our argument was? It was boring. It was boring. And where was the A-League in the broader context? It was... It was lamenting down the bottom. Down and the bottom. Exactly. Now it's the top. We've and got you know sellout why? crowds. Because the governing body have all of a sudden committed itself to the A-League. They're promoted. Del Piero, my uh, friend. Uh, well, and Shinjiano and, and uh, Heskey and, the and, you know, they've put some money in the promotion of it. Last year they channeled all their funds and all their efforts into promoting the uh, World Cup Who do you reckon is the Cup smartest in? person in Australian sport right now? Or the happiest person? David Gallup. <laughs> By a hundred miles, yards. exactly. But, yeah, that's what happens when you commit yourself to the cause and they put some money behind the promotion of it so, and the clubs have followed suit and that's all of a sudden you've got a totally different product. Who's locked contract. and loaded? We've got... Uh, the Wanderers. GWS. Sorry, GWS. Western Sydney Wanderers. Wanderers. Mariners. Mariners. Your you've got, mob. You've got Victory. You've got... Uh, Adelaide. Adelaide. And who makes up the six? Sydney. 
Oh, you get them in there? Yeah, I'll get Sydney in there. And I think Sydney are not without a chance. Brisbane have to do something. Yeah, Brisbane Sydney, do. Sydney only have to Perth win. Perth are a wild card still. Perth are still a wild card. Sydney play Brisbane. That's the interesting The NRL season's only three games old, but already there are some rumblings around the campfire regarding coaches having their heads chopped. Matthew Elliott at the Warriors, Steve Price at St George and Anthony Griffin at the Broncos. Will any of them see the season out, you reckon? I reckon all three will struggle to see the season out. Um, Steve Price is gone, we all know that. They're already actively looking for another coach. The whisper is very but strong that Wayne issue? Bennett will go back to Brisbane. Brisbane, which leaves a hole at Newcastle. But he won't go prematurely, Wayne no, Bennett. No, no, Wayne no, Bennett's no, a but, man of integrity. But... He will go. So Anthony Griffin yeah. will be uh, basically removed so that Wayne Bennett can move in okay. with the, you know, June 31. Well, I'll tell you what. Matthew that Elliott be... will probably survive because no one wants to go and coach the Warriors. Yes, they do. Brian Smith will go. Well, there, I beg your pardon. There well, you, you go. Know Brian that. Smith will definitely go. And let me tell you, at a uh, whim. But I'll tell you something. Any club that sacks their coaches immediately now are absolutely brain dead. Yeah. You've got to work through the process. Unless they're coming to the list. end okay. of, a, of, a, of a contract. Well, exactly. And things are just going sure. all right. Well, do it at the end of a year. Sure, there's no, no, no problem with that. But in rugby league, from June 31, you've got to start signing yeah, people. Yeah, I know that. That's ridiculous. Well, not even June 31. You can sign them now. All I'm just saying, stick with the coaches. Probably the problem lies elsewhere. Work, work, work your way through the list. Kekka, you got that wrong. There's only 30 days in June, not 31. 31, OK. Uh, the world's number one golfer is now back I where he rightfully this. belongs with Tiger Woods winning the Arnold Palmer tournament. Thank you very much. $3.50 on Sporting Bet. Elevating him back to the top spot for the first time in three years. Credit where credit is due, Kekka. I tip this oh. as one of the all-time <laughs> great comebacks. All right, Russ, I'll give no, you the you credit. Did. I'll give no, you credit. No, 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 no. you did. But look, there was evidence brewing for a long time that he was well and truly on the way back. Yes. You know, we've seen this over the last 12 months. He's quite content with himself, had a bit of swagger oh, back. Seen so Lindsay Vaughn? He's quite content with himself. With Lindsay Vaughn? Well, she's obviously helped too. That's why you know, he's yourself content. what it's like. When you're bereft of a partner, oh. you're lonely, you're desolate, you know, you're despondent. But when you've got someone, you know, you can relate to, you've got an affinity with, you're quite content, you feel like spending time, all of a sudden your confidence rises... A lot of other things probably. And then all of a sudden, you get back on the tee and you're driving at an extra 20 metres. You're chipping a lot closer. Yes. And you're putting a lot better. And you them. get out of the rough and so much cleaner <laughs> than you used to. You're no, not driving into trees and you're not having woods getting but smashed you know through the front windscreen. This is great for golf. And I'm sure all the sponsors the sponsors are delighted that they've got the what great about, man back up top the of the What about the blokes pole. who gave him the flick pass? What about a couple of those sponsors? Oh, they'll come back. Well, that, Not to Tiger. Tiger will never give them a second chance. Well, what about Nike? How lucky are they? Like... They've got Pistorius, they've got uh, Tiger and they've got McElroy. <laughs> Gee, they've done well. Uh, Black Caviar made it 24 wins of the trot with her win in the William Reed Stakes on Friday night. You now, were there. Talk, I was there. What a great sight. It's an unbelievable 25,000. Normally you get 25 people there, but just shows you. No so, B-grade personalities there, just a good horse. That's and, all you need. And she is now being talked about having a race with Piero and more joyous from yeah. Gaystone. Look, whether it does or whether it doesn't, what racing has to do is just grasp it. Like, you know, the A-League with... Grasp it. Grasp what about it? grasping it? Even grasping it. Uh, yeah, I don't care. they just got to grab it, which is like grabbing. But, but it's just... It, look, and I'll, run with it. We went around the far lap days. But I can imagine what an inspiration Farlap was. You were around in 1936. No, I wasn't. I was just on the cusp of Oh, right, sorry. But it, it was an enormous inspiration to our nation. And to see Friday night... Bradman, People Farlap, rally Black to caviar. a horse. Yeah. Black caviar. And a dollar six. And here we are spending millions of dollars getting Meatloaf out to sing at a grand final. Correct. We've got Ellen DeGeneres now, who I think is fantastic. Fantastic. And I think... She, 
She's a field good We asked her to come on the show, yeah. but she politely declined. Yeah, you got Carl Sandler's playing Easter eggs on Easter bunnies with you know who? Don't. Doesn't water find yeah, it doesn't doesn't water yeah. find its own level after a while. But anyhow, <laughs> all that aside, the horse was fantastic. Racing's great. And the more black caviars we're going to unearth, the better it is for and our national pride. And if they happen to get the match race at Randwick when they open the grandstand, well, thumbs up. And someone just weigh in, a sporting bet should weigh in with a million bucks and just put it on the line. They'll do that. Every Bring dust, your mate. Every dustbin's got a lid. Move on. Yeah, uh, that's the headlines. Next up, time to play teacher and hand out some grades. Being assessed tonight, the shoulder charge in the NRL, the Sydney Derby in the A-League, and Nathan Lyons' tour of India. And we might even give Kekker a grade for this show, because I reckon he's, he's an A-plus today. Wasn't that a dichotomy? Well, school holidays are about to start, and that means the teachers have got a hand in their report cards. The kids are nervous, so too are these people, because we're about to hand out some of our own. After three rounds of the NRL and three rounds into the banning of the shoulder charge. Plenty of drama surrounding the new rule. So what grade do you give it, Kekka? Oh, I've mulled out this for a long time, but I'm giving it a B. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you for why, Russie. Why? Look, I know medical opinion is very strong and conclusive that it is very damaging and a lot of injuries and a lot of brain damage is evolving through it. Mm-hmm. But... I still maintain that the game has been robbed of a lot of physicality because of it. Which you've is got to be why very... I've given it a C. No, but you've got to also you've got to balance it too. You've got to have I some balance. I understand, ba- but... The, if it, the if shoulder charge, which is actually in the, the thing, face, the thing that hit needs to be banned. Um, Harrison on the weekend, Ashley Harrison, that is the reason why it was banned, and I understand that. But yeah. a couple of weeks ago, you had little Chrissy Sando pop one on someone and yes. Nathan Merritt pop one on someone. They're the reason Look, it it's shouldn't a delicate, be banned. Look, it's a delicate one, but... I reckon, player welfare is of the... Uh, I of reckon the... what they need to do is just refine it. Rather than give a straight penalty and put them on report, just have a look at it and see mm. whether there's any head contact. Not so much ban it, just ban the contact with the head. Anyway, I give it a C. They say the Melbourne Derby is the biggest game in the A-League. But what about the grade for the Sydney Derby? Derby or whatever. After what we saw on the weekend, the one-all draw in front of a capacity crowd, leaving out the lunatics after the well, match. Well, that's what I was going to eliminate. I'm giving it an A. I think it's absolutely outstanding. But if you can eliminate the uh, the hooligans, which I'm sure it will, there's no doubt about that. What are you doing, Russell? I'm giving it a B because I like to see improvement on it. I think that they can improve upon it. I'd love to see that game being played at, say, a ANZ Stadium with a full house or at a well, they've got a full, stadium oh, well, okay. you with can a improve full house. Upon it. That's but the, the reality is it's still a, a masterful event. And, unfortunately, I still have to include the lunatic factor in the football crowd. You don't well, see Parramatta Rugby League crowds no, once don't. they win a game it's going only in crazy that, in the streets. Exactly. Remember, you had the Melbourne Heart jobbing the other week as well, so it's still in there somewhere. Yes. OK, Australia desperately needs a spinner to stand up and make the spot his own. Nathan Lyon was on the outer, and then he was thought to be that man, and then he was back... And then he got seven-odd wickets in the last test, albeit a loss. Oh, that's so, another one I'm totally confused. I'm, I'm giving going? him a B. So have I. Purely on the base that he took seven for... It was a uh, man for but then again, he did get dropped. He well, struggled on a, on a track that was conducive to He shouldn't to have got dropped, and they brought him in because of there was a bit of peer group pressure. He oh. shouldn't have got dropped. The spinners track, they should have played Nathan Lyon in the third test. The other blokes, Windian guys, were just Russell, waxing at amongst themselves. Him, on a, on a, He's on a, our answer. Just be on solid. On tracks in India that are conducive to spin, he should have done a lot better in the initial test. He really struggled. It they takes played a in... while to get to... Mate, having played in India when I was a bit younger, it yeah. takes a while to get used to the conditions. On the track. On the tracks. Yeah, but that, you played on different tracks. Because you know I went to India to you know, be a I part did. of the Australian Yeah, tour. you were part of their diet. Uh, <laughs> Helen DeGeneres 
has been swanning around Sydney and Melbourne and just wowing everybody at the moment. TV crews, photographers and every American tourist has been following her. So what grade for the tour of Ellen? I'm giving her an F. What? F, F for fabulous. She's outstanding. Give me that. You take that. Right. I'll take this and I'll put up this. Look at that. Oh, there you go. How's no, that? I agree. I gave her an A, but she has been absolutely uh, fabulous. She's a breath of fresh air. I know it's celebrity and it's not... But uh, she's funny. ...a bit superficial, but she is. You know, she she's came... feel good. No, she's... she walked. She said, I'm coming out the normal airport arrivals, and she just says, I'm going to just turn up the places, and she's tweeting. Russell, and... she's she no... walked out on tarmac. She didn't come through the terminal. She jumped into a car with darkened windows. So there was a little bit of celebrity, which I can accept. But the good thing about she her, was going to go to she Penrith. has got a bit of a common touch she about her. She did deny. She feel good, and I her thought and she Portia. She came out of the tarmac just uh, just through the rivals. Yeah, no, she no, she did. And she got that great, you know. She did. Out. She just came out through the arrivals. Did she? Admittedly, she didn't have her own bags. There'd be a dude picking them up. Oh I no, still I maintain if we good can. I still maintain if we can find a horse. She did want to come on the show. School is out. Next up, Happy Time celebrates the letter B. Plus, there's another B in the big finish and the sporting B at best bets. There's a couple more Bs as well. B, yeah, it's all B week this week. And our performance has pretty well been B, Russell. No, it's been A. <laughs> a for atrocious. There's a nugget. What's the horse gag? Happy birthday this week to Matty Burke, our rugby man and former Wallaby great. Doesn't look a day over 39. Doesn't he look good? He's 40 and he's still uh, it's another Craig Wing, isn't a he? big fan for the ladies. Our second B stands for Alan Border. Back in 1996, AB played his last day of first-class cricket in a match for the Bulls against Victoria. Happy anniversary, Captain Grumpy. I reckon he's improved in telly. I like watching Alan yep. Border. He's very incisive. And happy trails to our last B, the Brumbies. They have lost their unbeaten start of the season after going down the Stormers in South Africa. Bad mm, luck, They I were thought. good, the Stormers. Mm. Now for the big finish, and the AFL has announced its bank rolling the 9.8% uh, salary cap allowance for the Swans. Nearly a million bucks and probably an argument that they don't need it anymore. Oh, I tell you what, uh, the other clubs should shut up because they do a lot of good to the Sydney Swans and the AFL are justified in spending that money because of the TV rights. Ben Atomic is back in the Davis Cup file for a tie against Uzbekistan next month. He then goes out and gets smashed by Andy Murray in Miami and gets booed. How crisis do you work that in out? A, don't know. I can't be bothered. The uh, crisis in Australian swimming has claimed Lee Nugent, the head coach, supposedly stepping down. I think he was pushed rather than stepping. He wasn't pushed. He was sacked. And let me tell you, it was untenable his position any longer for obvious reasons. Now for the sporting bet, best bets of the week, and I like, would you believe, North Melbourne to beat Collingwood. Take the start, GWS against the Sydney Swans. Sporting, sporting bet, bet think the Bulldogs will beat the Rabbitohs, and don't forget to get in on the action, particularly in the AFL. Footytips.com.au. Plenty of comps, and it's not too late to get underway. I'm Russell Barwick, and you are... Sam Kekovich, and as always, you know it makes sense. Lots of bees there. I started to get a bit thrown. There was three bees there. But now, Tom Edge.